0: I believe as we continue on with the Lord that we begin to we begin to be convinced of certain things and one of these things that I'm convinced of is that for me every gathering that we are a part of like this gathering or every Sunday service, or every Bible class, or every Wednesday night Bible study, or basically any time the Scriptures are being shared and the name of Jesus is coming into the conversation. I believe the Holy Spirit, during that time, is trying to create an environment in our heart to where we go beyond or I can't say we go, because we cannot go anywhere, we cannot do anything, but where the Spirit of God would bring us in our hearts beyond the words to the Word, the living Word, the Logos, the Logos, Himself. That's it. That's it. To have an encounter with a person, with Him, and I've just been thinking uh, the past couple of weeks, just even in, in where the Lord has led my studies, and it's great when the Holy Spirit is leading you. And just in, in, the, in reading of the scriptures, just when, when he starts leading, just go with it, go with him. And when he starts leading somewhere else in the scriptures, then go there. But until he leads somewhere else, stay where he has you because where he has you is with purpose. And he doesn't change his purpose. But I was thinking, and, and I know I've shared this before, I was born again at the age of 20. And so all those years before, I was pretty caught up in, in the Adamic creation, the creation of the flesh, the, the old creation the one that every every single person you can see with your natural eye was born into. And there were times I did the, I'll just say it this way in my own words, I did the religious thing. I didn't think I was religious, but I did the religious thing. My family, we would go to church. We, all, we had to go to church on Easter. We had to. And if we, we were real good, we would go... Uh, for Christmas, <clears throat> the Christmas Eve Mass. Uh, yeah, I think that's what it is. <clears throat> and so we would basically go to church twice a year if, we were, if I was doing real good, maybe more if I was doing better. And please do not misunderstand, and I'm speaking that to those possibly viewing or listening, because I know everyone here will probably understand what I'm going to say. None of that is wrong. In fact, remember when I started any gathering, I believe, any gathering, wherever it is, even if it's two, but wherever the scriptures come up within that conversation, wherever the name Jesus comes up in that conversation, the Spirit of God is there. And the Spirit of God is there. He's not there based upon our knowledge. Nope, he's not there based upon our understanding. No, no. That's why you can have a person like me and like many, many more who can in all truth be brought to salvation with the most simplest words of scripture. When I was born again, it actually wasn't during a church service, but I remember during high school, that's when I kind of got religious again. Well, I can't say I got religious. I went, I went to church services when I was in high school because my friends were going to them. I was in a rock band, and they, they went to their youth services, so I went with them. They invited me to church, I'd go with them which is fine. That's great. That is great. God can use that, and God has used that, and God will continue to use that, as I stated. Anywhere the scriptures are being presented, and the name of Jesus is coming forward, the Spirit of God is there, not based upon our understanding, not based upon our knowledge, but based upon the purpose and design of the scripture, and based upon what the Spirit of truth has been sent to do to guide unto all truth. I do want to read that real quick. Guide and truth. There's my Bible. It's quicker than what I can do flipping pages. All right. This is John chapter 16, verse 12. And this is God's operation. This is the operation of the Spirit, the operation of the Holy Spirit. This is what God is doing. This is not what man does. With man, it is forever impossible. Forever. Everything requires a miracle of God. As we were driving up, actually, as I was driving up, (laughs) Kate and I came in two different vehicles. As I was driving up, I was thinking, every single one of us coming up here that drove up, I know you passed a cemetery out there right there's a cemetery down the road and it's basically at the at the change of the county it's the county line right there and see it is as impossible for one of us to go to that cemetery and try to communicate with a corpse and that corpse have the ability to First hear, and then respond. That is how powerless man is. Now, we don't really believe that. We don't. I don't. You don't. I know we don't. But God knows the truth. He knows that except he step in and perform a miracle, then a soul that is not born again will never have life. It requires a miracle of God. He will use whatever time, whatever situation, by whatever means, he is God Almighty. He can do whatever. He wants whenever He wants, however He wants to get our attention. God steps in, does what no man can do. The Lord appears, and at that very moment, we are born again. He is now found in the soul. Now, we still continue Powerless, unable. I think the Apostle Paul said it this way having begun in the Spirit, are you now made perfect in the flesh? Impossible. No, 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 no. What God begins, God brings to an end. Now, by saying that, I'm not saying that we are in some process of getting somewhere or of attaining something. No, no, no. When Christ, Jesus Christ, appears in our soul, we have received everything. Everything our soul was created of God to receive in an instant, in a moment. We have received everything. It was not our doing. It was not our doing. No, when we were powerless, and we continue powerless. God in His mercy. No, He saved us. He did what no man could do. He stepped in. I mean, even with even with when you read in, in like the gospel, you'll see these lepers, and Jesus goes to the walking dead. That's literally what they were. They were the walking dead. They were it was they were they were sentenced to dead. No one to death. No one could get near them. And yet here he comes. No one could get near them no one no man could change their state or condition impossible and yet that was the state and is the state and condition of every soul that is not born again and the only one the only one who has ability shows up and does what is completely impossible with man And he brings life into a situation where there was no life before god is not infected by anything no no we can't change him thank god we can't change him no he's eternal we can't change him and so the soul is brought into this condition of life because christ is there by a miracle of god and the thing is is that now we begin thinking okay because when I was first born again I didn't know the scriptures I remember reading the Psalms to my grandmother in Spanish Spanish is a secondary language for me I still don't know half of the things that are out there in that vocabulary and I tell everybody context is everything and it is and then culture is everything and that's true too because you say one word in one place and you say that same word in another country, you get in trouble. <laughs> I know that culture is everything. But with the scriptures, context culture. But Jesus is supremely overall. You miss him. If we miss him, it doesn't matter how much culture we know about the scriptures. About the people of the times it doesn't matter how much of the context we have if we miss him we are already off just like a ship one degree will get you miles off course and so the Spirit of God he's the one who does this man doesn't do this the Spirit of God He's the one who's directing. Remember, he, Jesus said, we're going to read it right now. He will guide you, a guide, lest we get lost. <laughs> if, you, if you go walking out that way, and you have not one of the Browns kids with you, you will get lost. I guarantee it. People get lost in these woods. We read it in the paper. People come, come over here, and they want to go hiking. They get lost. Without a guide yes I admit it I get turned around did you know that coming up that road you will at least hit three different uh, what are they compass directions coming up that road Ble yes I, I did that once I was looking at it, it's like yeah 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 it, it's almost like you're going in circles but you're actually going up a mountain it's crazy it just winds all over the place so anyway that's true if you have a compass check it out John chapter 16, verse 12. This is Jesus himself speaking. I still have many things. Now he's speaking to his disciples, those who have followed him and are following him. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. However, Mm -mm. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. Verse 13, However, when he, the Spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. However, oh wait, I still have this is what Jesus said I still have many things things to say to you all right things however when he the spirit of truth has come he will guide you into all truth for he will not speak of his own authority but whatever he hears he will speak and he will tell you things to come verse 14 I love it that the Lord just doesn't stop short. <laughs> he will glorify me, for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. I have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear it right now. The Spirit of Truth, he will guide guide you into all truth and he will tell you things to come he will glorify me for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you all things have been given unto the son of the father all things of the scripture that means anything you read in the scripture and i'll say this specifically the old testament testifies of Jesus. It re- those are the all things, all things. And I'll go even far as to say that even this natural creation was created to testify of the sun. Like that natural sun out there? It's like the light of the testimony because the earth revolves, right? We have night and then we have day. But then what happens? Oh gosh, the heart turns from the Lord every single time we have night again. But see, there is an eternal day in which there is no night, there is no darkness, and yet this day, this thing, the Spirit of God presents to us as an actual person. He will glorify me, for he will take of what is mine. long, uh, I say, a long time ago—2009, <clears throat> 2008, 2009, somewhere around in there—I began. Uh, I began looking at a scripture, and I'm convinced. Uh, Jimmy is convinced, and I, I know it. It takes a miracle of God for that to happen. And I'm not here to try to convince you of anything. In fact, as I stated before, any gathering I believe, wherever the scriptures are being presented, which are which in the scriptures are found actually hidden, the testimony of Christ himself the spirit of God is there to quicken our heart, to guide our heart into all truth who is a person truth isn't a thing truth isn't a doctrine Amen. let it go sorry but see here's, here's the thing like, like what I was saying before Before a soul is born again shapeless formless really messed up (laughs) no life is present that soul that is not born again that has not received Jesus that has not been saved all the words you can think of that are that the preachers and teachers you know declare Jesus isn't present what is present is death And darkness that's what's present please think about it remember the the cemetery that everybody passed everybody passed even even everyone who's already you passed a cemetery that cemetery has corpses that are dead and in darkness I mean they're not above the ground they're below it they are below and below is darkness there's no light found there no light whatsoever six feet under I wonder why six feet under I'm not getting anywhere with that. Okay. Then we're born again by a miracle of God. By a work of the Spirit. Something that we couldn't do. Something that we did not even know needed to be done. We couldn't do it. We didn't even know we needed it. We, we couldn't... It wouldn't even come to, into our mind. So now... I'll get to that word in a second. So now we're born again. And forgive me on this, I do better on the computer, or actually on the tablet. I don't really use a computer anymore for this kind of stuff. This is supposed to represent a perfect. I did that wrong. Well, as perfect as it can get, representation of what happens to us at the moment of new birth. Christ, who is the only life there is, appears in our soul, and now, do you see something? The soul is taking a completely different shape. It takes that shape because it is literally, whether we understand it, whether we believe it, whether we think it or not, because it is filled with him who fills both heaven and earth. I love what Brother Lumen mentioned, I think it was last night, yes, about the grains of sand. So shall your seed be. Singular, seed, immeasurable. If you can count, this, before, he, before that, the Lord, it says, <clears throat> it says concerning Abraham, And uh, several Jewish rabbis agree with this if not all of them where it says and the Lord brought Abraham forth abroad and showed to him the heavens and the Lord says if you can number the stars in heaven basically saying innumerable what fills the heavens is without measure without number you cannot put a you cannot put a quantity on it this is the one So shall your seed be. This is the one who fills both heaven and earth. Completely, fully. I think it was Daniel Brown who had mentioned that Jesus had them come and fill the water pots to overflow. No, maybe it was Brother Lumen. I can't remember who. It doesn't matter. But filled, completely full. Replete is the word. If you don't know the word, look it up in a dictionary. I did. That basically means, replete means that you cannot add more to it. It has more than enough. Nothing more can be added. And that is exactly the state of our soul when we are born again. Nothing more can be added. God will not add more than what he has already given in the person of his son. Because in the person of his son, he has given the soul everything. Everything. That he created the soul for. And everything is found in the person of Jesus. It is found in him. And that is where we find. Our word. Auto. It's a Greek term that means him. I did a. I did a class called "In Christ" a while back, and we looked at terms, "in Christ," "in Him," "in Whom," all these terms, and the first, to me, in my mind, and even when I when I was doing the class, to me, the most important one is when it says "in Christ," right? But see, I've been. I've been on a search for a while. That was based on a uh, on a YouTube comment that <laughs> the things of the earth are earthy, the things of man are man. They will always be that way, and the things of God belong to Christ Jesus. They are His things, for all things have been given to the Son, Jesus Himself. But anyway, it was based on a comment on a YouTube comment, and. Uh, the Lord wouldn't let me respond to it. Because you know what? You know what we want to do? Here's another thing. After we're born again, the condition of our soul has completely changed. The eternal change has come to our soul, whether we understand it, realize it, believe it or not. See, when I, once again, before I was born again, I went to church services. And you know what? I believe God was using that to prepare the ground of my soul for one thing his son for his son to appear in my soul i didn't know that during the time remember any gathering wherever the scriptures are being presented not dependent upon the understanding or knowledge of those in that gathering the spirit of the lord is present with the eternal mind the eternal knowledge of god the eternal wisdom of god for one thing to prepare the ground of our heart so that our heart may turn be guided unto and come unto a person a him the him the whom are very important when I was doing uh, that study in Christ once again in my mind, in Christ that I, because I looked at the phrase and Christos. And I looked at it, just, I did a Greek search. I didn't do the Strong's number search. I actually did a Greek search. I'm getting, you know, I'm lear- you learn stuff, you know, <laughs> as you continue on in the Lord, you learn how to do stuff. It's alright. That's no big deal. Uh, I'm still as ignorant as ignorant can be. And I'll tell you guys one thing, and Pastors, well, I'll just say ministers don't like to hear this, but it's true. I will say because I'm not afraid. <laughs> I don't think myself anything. I was talking to this pastor once No, he wasn't just a pastor. He had more more titles as well, and he said something And I looked at him and I said You're as ignorant as I am and He got offended He did. He got offended because I called his mind ignorant. But see, I just declared the truth. Now listen to the way I say this. Our mind from the first man, Adam. See, I should have made it all messed up too. There's nothing straight about this. It's all messed up. This is the same mind. That mind is ignorant of the things of God, the things which the Spirit of God has come to present to our hearts as a person who is the truth. The wisest man on earth, Cindy and I were talking about this, but I'm not sure if I made this statement. The wisest man on earth, the wisest, wisest man on earth said the following, thy servant is but a child, and I know not. Give, therefore, thy servant an understanding heart. But see, all that means is a heart that turns to see the voice, an obedient heart, And so after we're born again what we were now we're born again every single born again believer the mind of Christ is present the Apostle Paul says but we have the mind of Christ the mind of Christ is present because the one the him the whom the whose mind it is is present remember all things are found in a person and if he's present everything of God is present everything the mind of Christ is present and I always like to present this question what mind is our heart submitted unto because until God perform a miracle our heart whether we like to hear it or not is still submitted unto the natural mind the natural mind I'll just do it this way. I'll I'll give us a heart right here. See? We all have a heart. Though the mind of Christ is present. Being born again. I didn't know what happened. I just knew something happened. I knew something that no man could do happened. Because no man could change me and I wasn't looking for a change either my 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 destiny in my mind was set I had my whole career planned out and nothing was going to move me or shake me from that I had my course all planned out just like the rest of the world until God stepped in the eternal change came to the soul I didn't fully understand what happened but I knew something happened I knew something Happened and there was beyond my ability and beyond the people's ability that were there because no one could convince me Of being born again that I needed to be born again Nobody could convince me of that they would say Jimmy you need life and I said I have life. What do you mean? I need life I Breathe I eat I walk around I think, therefore, I am. (laughs) There you go, the ignorance of man. I have life. What do you mean I have life? No. Jesus comes around and he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. That means if Jesus isn't present, sorry, you don't have no life at all. And that is just the truth. Every single born-again believer has the mind of Christ. The question is, what mind is is our heart submitted unto? And until God perform a miracle by the work of his spirit and our heart turns unto a person, the exact same person that our heart turns to from the beginning, there's no difference the beginning the end, he's still the same person, no difference, then we continue with our heart submitted unto this natural mind. Though the mind of Christ is present. And so, with all the terms like I said the hymn is very important the name Jesus is very important because the Greeks in the Greek uh, Messiah is Christ for a Jew it's Messiah and see but that's a title a thing a title that belongs to a person and so you can ask any believer well do you believe in Christ yes Ask any Jew, do you believe in the Messiah? Yes. Two things are going on. For one, they believe in their concept of Christ. And I'll just go as far as saying this. We believe in our concept of Christ. We believe in our concept of the Messiah. We believe, see, Jimmy is, is a brother. He is also a husband. He is also a friend And you can have your concepts of those things that pertain to me, but when I show up on the scene and you get to know me, those concepts, if it's a false concept, (laughs) comes to an end in the presence of a person. See the Jews during the time when Jesus showed up the Jews believed and were waiting for a Messiah they believed in a Messiah they had an expectation for a Messiah the Messiah their stumbling stone their rock of offense was that that Messiah was named Jesus yeah I believe in a Messiah I just don't believe that he's the Messiah Yeah, I believe in God, but I just don't believe that He's the express image of the Father. I believe in the truth, I just don't believe that He's the truth. Well, I believe in the wisdom that God gives, but I just don't believe that He's that wisdom. And those are our concepts. And see, our concepts are below, the below, and that's where you can find the titles. And see, we can, <clears throat> we can, we can do a search. I've done them, on on any term in the scriptures, like kingdom of God, kingdom of God. It's in the scriptures, and you see, in the like in the Old Testament, all the things that were happening. And then in the New Testament, you know, even Jesus himself says, the kingdom of God, and. Even when we hear that, even when we read the scriptures, we have a concept of what we have read. We do, we do, and some of those concepts are based upon what we pull out of the scriptures, some of those concepts are based upon what we hear others say, but it's still a concept, and it will continue a concept, and God does not come to take away our concept. No, no, he comes to present the truth, the truth who is a person after i was born again and see here's another thing <laughs> at the age of 20 i just thought that everyone who went to church was religious i did i mean they're telling me that i need to did i need to have life i have life there's something wrong with them they're just religious that's that was my mentality that was my thought <clears throat> and so Like the week before I I I kid you not the week before I was born again I knew something was happening that I couldn't stop it was like a magnet you know you get a magnet close to another magnet and all of a sudden that thing just is drawn by its own I mean it's just it just comes it it just where it had no power to move you bring another magnet oh it's coming I felt a draw a pull that i it was that i couldn't stop it 's almost like being on a slide you're 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 going to ride this thing out you can't stop it so me <clears throat> the way I am, what I had experienced before then, I cut a deal with God. later, I found out it's called covenant, and then even later, I found out that it wasn't my covenant or it wasn't and I'm not I'm not going to go into the covenant of God, but it's not it wasn't my prayer and I begin to understand that now because my prayer was like and these were my words, I still remember my own words, and when I was praying to God who I knew not, understood not, comprehended not at the time before I was born again. I was like, I'll do whatever you want. My own words, I'll do whatever you want. I'll give you my life. I'll let you do whatever you want with my life. I'll, I'll receive Jesus. I'll be, I'll, well, I didn't even say born again, but I'll I'll be saved. Whatever you want. But I said this, just don't make me one of those. And the one of those that I was referring to was religious, a religious person. <clears throat> I've come to realize that... <laughs> If we are not truly knowing a person whose name is Jesus, Jesus the Christ, who is the Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ, a person himself, then we actually are just continuing to be religious. That's our default. We want to be religious. I want to be religious because I can learn a message, I can learn a teaching. Like even during this time, you can take the words that are being spoken and you can learn it. I say that because I did. I did. I learned it. You have to believe what is spoken. You have to believe the testimony. The Spirit of the Lord causes something in our heart to cry out and say, Yes, this is this is it. This is I've been searching. And now I'm finally hearing, this is it. This is it. My search is over. And yet what is being spoken has to serve a purpose. And that purpose is not for us to understand it to where we can present it, to where we can learn it. No. What's being spoken, if it is by the Spirit of God, is to direct our heart, prepare our heart, to bring our heart, to guide our heart unto the truth, unto all truth, who is a person. He will take that which is of mine and declare it unto you. All things that the Father has are mine. Therefore, I said that he will take of mine and declare it to you. A hymn, a hymn, nothing apart from him. And so, <clears throat> after being born again, even in reading the scriptures, like I said, the kingdom of God, we can search out the kingdom of God. I have. I've, I've done several different searches, several different terms. I, uh, at one point I did a priest, a search on the priest, a search on the tabernacle, all these searches, right? But see, those are titles, titles that belong to a person. Those are things that belong to a person, that person who is Jesus. Jesus Christ, the Lord Jesus Christ. And when we read those things, and please know this, the reason why I'm saying this is because after I graduated Bible school in Texas in the year 2001, I thought, I've arrived. That was my thought. Because with me, it's like, I've I've been... I didn't even know I was searching my whole life for something real until I was born again and it's like if this is it God then I don't want to become one of those I don't want it to be a clock in and clock out if this is if this is all and truly what it's about I don't want to I want to jump into it both feet let's get on with it you know and the Lord brings us like that you know as we're walking with him he brings us to that point where we're like this is it let's go with it Lord I'm with you I'm with you take me as far as you want to take me in the knowledge of your son bring me as far as I'm able to be brought in the knowledge of your son in the knowledge the eternal knowledge of God found in a person whose name is Jesus Jesus because he, he is the eternal knowledge of God, and God's made it so simple. He's made it so simple. The wisdom, the understanding, the knowledge is not a mass accumulation of things in our mind. No, no, not even the things of the Scripture. That is not wisdom. That is not knowledge. That is not understanding. No, 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 no. That's there because that's God designed it to serve a purpose. Which only God himself, by the work of his spirit, can bring our heart unto. And his purpose is that our heart be brought now under the person of his son. From our mind to this eternal mind of the one who is present. And so then you begin to see the things. And see, when, you, when, when I studied the tabernacle or um, the kingdom, oh gosh, you can get tons and tons and tons of studies, and you can learn. I'll just say it this way. And I learned, and I graduated from Bible school, and I thought, I've got it. Yeah, you know, I'm ready. I've got all there is to get. Well, yes and no. <laughs> My soul had everything that God had created my soul to receive in the person of his son. My heart, on the other hand, was still learning right here by the natural senses. Learning the message, learning the doctrine, learning the teaching. Now, that message, that doctrine, and that teaching is not so that we can learn a message, a doctrine, a teaching. The disclaimer, this is Jimmy. This is me speaking right here. The message, the doctrine, the teaching serves a purpose. Every single miracle that Jesus did was serving a purpose to prove that he, he, remember? He, him, whom? That he himself was that Messiah who is foretold in the scriptures. That he himself, the person, is the one that everybody was waiting on. And yet, we make miracle signs and wonders the end all, or at least I did. And then when, when you run it to its fullest course, remember, if you believe something's true of the scriptures, take it and run with it. Run as far as you can with it, because if it's true, hey, why, why settle for something less? So when, when I was convinced, As a young believer that it was miracle signs and wonders well hey if it's all about miracle signs and wonders I'm gonna run with it and I prayed God miracle signs and wonders and I saw miracle signs and wonders completely ignorant of the purpose for which God gives and performs and allows and permits miracles signs and wonders but he's good and see In any gathering where the scriptures are being presented where the name of Jesus is coming up in conversation the Spirit of God moves not according to our understanding not according to our knowledge but according to the eternal mind Christ the mind of Christ himself So even though I was there in the whole miracle signs and wonders and ignorant as can be, saying, this is it, this is it, this is it. And then even saying, oh, look, this happened. Now God is here. God still moved because he knew, whether I knew or not, whether anyone else knew or not, that that served a purpose. I just didn't know the purpose at the time. Everything in the scriptures, the things, the things so much that we just can't bear of the truth. Who is a person? There's just so. There's so. I mean, throughout eternity, we will be knowing this one. You know, there's no lost people in heaven. <laughs> They're all born again. You know, the soul is born again, lacking nothing of this one. Throughout eternity, we we will be knowing Him. And so. <clears throat> The things we can read the scriptures and from these things and I'm going to use the word titles titles like Messiah Messiah is actually a title Christ is actually a title uh, in the Old Testament the Jews the rabbis they would there was like the, the phrase son of God that that's not something new when Jesus showed up no the son of God was basically any king after David where the Lord, through one of the prophets, is speaking to to David, he will be my son, I will be his father. So from that point onward, any king sitting on the throne is quote-unquote considered to be the son of God. Makes sense? Who brings about salvation and deliverance for the people of God. The difference with Jesus, on the other hand, is when he shows up, we find... This word the only son of the father the only begotten of God only and that is what upset everybody see they believed in a son of God they believed in a king they believed in a Messiah all those are titles all those are titles but they just couldn't, their, their concept of those titles, and so many more, even the kingdom of God, yes, the kingdom of God, their, their concept of those things, they could not, could not, cannot, and can never come to, in the heart, realize those things in a person. That requires a miracle of God. Which miracle the Spirit of God has been sent to perform. So here's the Jews. They believe in a Messiah. They just can't see that Messiah in Jesus. And I was thinking just the name, the name Jesus. Because there was a time when I was first born again. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And then, you know, I got, I got smart. And now it's Christ, Christ, Christ. And the Lord's kind of bringing me back to, hey, the angel speaking to Mary. Hey, what shall I call this one who's not of man? Hey, call his name Jesus. But there's so many titles in the Old Testament. Wonderful. Counselor prince of peace the king the messiah all these terms the seed what shall I call him call his name Jesus because he is not of this creation but call his name Jesus because he's a person not a title a person in whom all the titles all the things are found And I like the way Brother Lumen was was saying, it's not like in Christ, like in the building. No, no, no. In his very person. And so when the question comes across, where are we looking to find what we're looking for? Or even better, what are we looking for? Because the Spirit of God is directing unto a person who is the truth. And he's not limited to our understanding or our knowledge. No. If God were limited to us, nothing would ever happen. Remember? Before you're born again, dead. What can He do? Uh, Well, absolutely nothing. I mean, hello? Nope, can't even respond. Can't even hear me. I must take the initiative and perform a miracle in my mercy because I am all-powerful. Well, I'm not saying Jimmy this, but it's like the Lord saying, here is the almighty God, the all-powerful, All able, all capable one in the presence of all humanity that is totally powerless and ignorant, thinking they're alive. Remember? I was convinced everybody that went to church was religious. Remember? Jimmy, you need life. What do you mean I need life? I have life. I called death life. And for a very long time, after being born again, I called ignorance and darkness knowledge and light. Graduated Bible school. I'd learned the teaching. I'd learned the doctrine. I'd learned the message. I even wrote books on it. Well you know not like published books but (laughs) I've got them and then I come here. It's like well it's a little different and so I'm going along and guess what? The very first way, the very first way that, like, uh, that we receive, how shall, that's not even the right word, uh, that we gain, I, I can't think of the word, but it's by the senses. It's by this natural mind right here. It's by this natural mind. You'll hear it with a natural ear. You'll understand it. With a natural mind and you'll figure it out with a natural mind and then you can come to the conclusion when you've heard it enough and looked at it enough you can say I've got it now I've, I've got it I've got the message and believe it or not after being here in this place for I don't know how many years I got it I got the doctrine I got the message I got the teaching I did I did oh it was frustrating it's like I know it lord i know it i know it and see in bible school it was either my second or third year i had begun seeing the testimony of christ in the scriptures talk about a light that is not that doesn't come from the natural mind i knew that was a miracle of god and it is a miracle of god so no one can convince me otherwise i've seen the lord yes you have seen the lord you have seen the testimony of jesus christ found in the scriptures which testimony Is actually given and designed of God to bring unto the true light of the world who is a person that I did not know and so being here for a while for years for for a few years I don't know how many years 2001 2004 2007 about three years I don't know how many years I've got it again this time I really got it. This time I've really understood it. This time I, I really know it. And see, God didn't come and say, Jimmy, you just don't know it yet. No, no, he doesn't do that. He doesn't, see, that's, that's, that's what we think. I got it. <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was a different got it, but I got that one. Uh, he doesn't come, he doesn't, listen to this, he doesn't come to change this he doesn't come to change our darkness now I he's speaking to us who are born again in whom are, in whose souls Christ is the Son is Jesus Christ the Lord is the person is God knows we lack nothing we don't because we're trying to find everything of God outside of a person and those are our concepts that we have. Everything that we're looking for, that we're not finding in a person, that's just a concept right here. And that's my concept of the scriptures. We all have concepts of the scriptures. Everybody does. Some concepts are better than others. Or at least we think they're better than others. But hey, this darkness is better than this darkness. This ignorance over here, that's better than this ignorance over here. But see, God sees it. It's like, my son, not my son. My son. We don't see it that way. With God, it's cut and dry. Jesus, not Jesus. It's just really simple with with God. It's really simple above. It's very singular, simple. I think sometimes that he made it that way for me because I I complicate things. And so here was all what I had, all my stuff, and even a bunch of stuff that I continue to have. But as I stated, God doesn't come to change this. When it says, the apostle Paul praying that you would grow in knowledge. He's not talking here. He's not talking about my brain, my mind, which comes from the first man, Adam, which is complete death and darkness. No, he's not talking about that mind, that false image. No, 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 not my mind, not your mind. We're not to grow in knowledge like, okay, well, man, look at what all I learned right here, man. That's like a volume full. Let's get some more. No, no, no. That's not not how you grow. In the knowledge of God. The Spirit of God brings us from our knowledge, our knowledge, the natural mind, unto the knowledge of God who is Christ Jesus a person. That requires a miracle of God. It requires a miracle of God. And I thank the Lord. Oh, He'll, he'll let us get frustrated because we, right here we have our concepts. And our concepts have expectations built into them. Remember? The Messiah's, no, no uh, the Jews, excuse me, the Jews' expectation of the Messiah. Our concepts do indeed have expectations built into them but it's a concept it's not what is true it's an expectation but is it is not the eternal expectation of God and so when we try to run with this and like I said whatever you believe to be true run with it just run with it take it to its fullest extent don't waste time just just run with it if this is what it's all about I'm gonna go for it and you get frustrated there well I did Or at least I got frustrated with my concepts. What's happening, Lord? And then all of a sudden, the Spirit of God, during that whole time, I didn't even know this. I didn't realize it. I didn't understand it. I didn't know what was going on. But did you know that the Spirit of God is continually at work in our heart? Continually preparing the ground of the heart that we may be able to bear the truth. Because we cannot. All we can bear is our concept our ignorance, our darkness. Ultimately, it's our imagination because we have been brought at the moment of new birth unto a person in whom is found all things of God. And then I come to this point where I could only pray this by a miracle of God, the Spirit of God having worked in my heart and I begin to pray this. "Lord, have I really seen you? I mean, have I really seen you? Do, do I really know you? I mean, I got to the point where, hey, I was totally convinced, I, because the testimony is like a natural light, a natural light that fades, right? shines bright, but then it fades because the earth turns away. It fades. And see, this up and down is not the Christian walk. I don't care who tells you what. That is not the Christian walk. The Christian walk is in Christ. In Him we live, we move and have our being. The perfect walk of a Christian, God defines it as, I am Almighty God, walk before my face, and be thou perfect. There's the perfect walk to the Christian. The one whose heart walks before the face of God. And specifically Almighty God. Else should I, knowing, not I, but Christ, not my ability, but Christ. Not what I've done, not what I think, not I. But Christ but just to end with this as I was as I was stating I I began praying and no one can do this no one can confess that our concept is ignorance no one can do that and no one is here to convince anyone of that the Spirit of God convinces us of the truth that's it he doesn't bring us to a point where we can agree with him and say, oh yes, well, I thought this and that's wrong. No, 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 no. He brings us to a point where we come from our thought to the high thought of God in the person of Christ Jesus. And I began praying. Have I really seen you? Do I really know you? And I got I got so one-on-one once again with the Lord. Just like what I told you, a week before I was born again, cutting a deal with God. You know, get another phrase, getting real. <laughs> you're the only one who knows. Paul said, when it pleased God to reveal his son in me, you're the only one who knows if I've seen the son. Because you're the only one who can reveal your son. The son Who is a person who is also a husband is the only one with authority with authority to remove the veil of his wife i don't know you know and that's just once again allowing the lord to do that which pleases him to do that's just confessing one once again hey Something's going on here. I can't do this. But I know that something's going on here. You can do this. Because God does not want... He doesn't present us a religion. He doesn't want us to be caught up with what we have formulated into man's religion. He wants to be caught up with a person. Always a person. Auto. Him. Person. Sorry, I didn't look up the Greek term for person, but... Person. A person. An actual Person. Because concepts are there until the person shows up. So, my time has run out. Please hold this, well, i just present it to the Spirit of the Lord, the Spirit of God, the true teacher. I'm confident that he can do whatever he wants to do, however he wants to do it, whenever he wants to do it. Because he's the teacher. He's the only one who's able. So please present just everything that I've shared unto the Lord, let him do whatever he desires to do with it if he desires to do anything at all. But, during this time, I just want to say this, that, that those who are here and those who are viewing live and those who will view this, it's with a purpose. God designed it this way. God, I mean, God allowed the Roman census so that Joseph and Mary could go have Jesus, birth Jesus, in Jerusalem. Was it? Yeah, Jerusalem, right? The city of David, where the Messiah would be born? That's terrible when you start down in. Bethlehem, Bethlehem, what was that? Bethlehem, thank you. That's how much I know. (laughs) But God is in control regardless. We just don't see it. Because we don't see his end in view. Lord bless. Amen.